out. Finn kept low as the old swindler locked the shop door. After all, he was forgettable, not invisible, and watched Sharktooth lumber into the next room to go to bed. Then he waited while darkness fell in earnest over the twisted streets of the Kaznot Key, until the high winds that constantly shrieked down from the mountain to the bay reached their evening pitch. Finally, it was time to act. Uncurling himself cautiously, Finn rubbed the feeling back into his legs, then crept past shelves filled with all sorts of second-hand junk to the old display case behind the counter. His prize stood out beneath the smeared glass, a golden, gemeraled brooch, bright and shiny as the sun. He licked his lips in anticipation. With one careful finger, Finn found the hidden wires behind the display doors and followed them back to the traps set to protect them. A single hand catcher and a few acid squirts. Standard stuff. Disarming these barely counted as practice. Pretty soggy, Shocktooth, Finn muttered under his breath as he popped the traps loose and jimmied the lock. At least give me a workout next time. He grinned as he gripped the handle of the display doors. He'd be in and out before the nasty bafter even hit his pillow. That thought vanished the moment he pulled the doors open and they let out a screech so loud it practically shredded the air. Finn shuddered. The perfect crime, spoiled by a rusty hinge. Old Sharktooth burst from his bedroom. Who's dying tonight? he bellowed, brandishing a heavy cane. Shanks, Finn shouted. He snatched the brooch. Sharktooth lunged, but a good thief moved on instinct, and Finn was the best. The cane whipped through the air just as he leapt to the counter. It smashed into the display, sending shards of glass scattering everywhere. For a long moment, boy and beast stared at each other, waiting to see who would make the first move. Finn crouched a little, arms out, balanced and braced to run. Sharktooth studied him with eyes like black pits, double rows of jagged teeth gnashing below. Then, with a growl, Sharktooth charged. Finn faked left, then jumped to the floor and beat feet for the exit. Too slow, he yelped as the old monster clattered after him knocking busted ear flutes from their shelves and sending rusty sun funnels crashing to the ground as he went. Finn didn't look back. He slammed the door open and burst into the darkness outside. Sharktooth's shop crouched in a short tunnel, formed where two buildings had apparently decided to fall into the same alley at the exact same time. There were only two ways out. Finn chose one at random and took off. You little scuzzleweed, Sharktooth cried, charging out after him. Their footfalls clattered in rhythm against the background wail of the wind. Finn gulped. He knew he could outrace most folks. It came with being chased a lot. But a body didn't get to Sharktooth's level of sleazy without being chased a good bit itself. It was only a matter of time before Finn would go from shark bait to shark chow. Fortunately, he had a plan for occasions like this. After all, 
being forgettable had its advantages for a thief. Folks' memories didn't fade quite so quickly when they caught him doing something like, oh, pilfering jewelry from their locked display cases. But one thing was sure in Finn's life. They did fade. He ducked onto a side street and flattened himself immediately into the nearest doorway. A moment later, Sharktooth careered around the corner, roaring past Finn's hiding place. But after a few feet without sign of his quarry, he slowed to a stop, sniffing the air. Adopting his most casual stance, Finn slipped up behind Sharktooth and tugged on the swindler's sleeve. You looking for that girl who just came tearing through here, jangling a necklace? Sharktooth whipped toward him. What? A girl? No. He trailed off. One hand stroked his rough-scaled chin and thought. The high-